Welcome back to episode 47 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler free where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Data Live. Released in 2013 by Studio AIC+, it has 12 episodes and comes in both sub and dub. I watched the series in sub. Getting to rewatch Data Live for the review was actually more fun than usual. I watched this season in its entirety during a night shift at work. Needless to say, the material didn't have a chance to fully sink in. With most series, I have a general idea of the points I want to touch on, but with this I barely remember the characters or plot. I knew the main character used a dating simulator to talk to spirits, but that was the extent of what I could recall. So I went into this fresh, almost reliving the series for the first time. Shido is a victim of being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Being a decent guy trying to save his sister, he is now mixed up in the fight against spirits. If Shido had stayed in the bunker, he might have remained in the dark forever. Kotori may have needed to find someone else to pimp out to the spirits. Having Shido take different magical women on dates in the hopes they fall in love and not attack Earth is the funniest premise ever. We're not getting fair trying to kill them, let's try to seduce them instead. Shido did himself no favors getting the sister complex rumors off his back. He agrees to see his virtual sister in the simulator as a woman before she goes off to space. It took time for Shido to become capable of dealing with women, and during his training I felt bad for his teacher. Shido not only toyed with her emotions, but if someone overheard her breakdown, she'd lose her job for considering a relationship with a student. The team assembled to help Shido get spirits to fall for him were hilarious. I had hope for the final girl until it's revealed she has restraining orders from stalking her crushes. The deliberations on which option is best were some of the funniest moments this season had to offer. These clowns actually used the Girlfriend app to get a consensus for certain questions. This series is wild. Anime time is a real thing. I like to imagine while the team discusses what option would be best, Shido and the target are just sitting there in awkward silence while he waits for an answer. Toka is a spirit who is transported to Earth by spatial quakes. I feel for Toka she doesn't try to materialize on Earth, and it's not in her control that things are destroyed when she does. Shido did all the awkward training situations for the noble cause of saving Toka. After seeing the sadness on her face, he can tell something isn't right. Toka doesn't appear to have a desire to fight. I knew she was a nice person with the amount of warning shots she gives Shido. Toka could have killed him so many times over in their first few exchanges, and when Shido walked in on her in the shower, he's lucky to only get a push. She could have magic blasted him into oblivion. Toka's purple battle dress and sword were awesome looking. Her abilities are more magic based like the shield used to deflect missiles launched at her during the first battle. Toka is very curious, her intrigue with food and people was fun to watch. She's like an alien from another planet. Toka is pretty much Goku, she thinks a date is a type of food and eats like a bottomless pit. Toka thinking the arcade was an enemy base because of the technology was hilarious. Thank the good lord they ended up sticking around and working together to win that plush from the crane machine. It definitely cushioned the blast Shido took from Origami's rifle. I'm of course joking, but seeing that plush get blown apart while Shido falls to the ground was amusing to me. I liked Toka most when she first appeared stern and serious. She comes off as a hardened maiden, but being in enemy territory, you would have to be. Voice actress Marina Ino did an amazing job with Toka's deep tone when Shido first encountered her. Then her voice changed to a hyperactive eccentric on their first date. It evolved again to an emotional love-struck crybaby when the other girls enter the picture. Marina did a great job with Toka's range, almost betraying three characters in one. As for a relationship, Shido accepts Toka when all other humans try to kill her without attempting to communicate. 
I believe Shido fell in love with Toka when he saw her scarf down two sausages at once while they had their first date. He took a bullet for her after one date. I'm telling you that sausage eating changed him. Toka had the most genuine interest in Shido. She didn't know what an aquarium was. She just wanted to spend time with him. She didn't care what they did as long as they did it together. Origami is a beauty known as the super genius to her classmates. She also lives a double life working for the anti-spirit team. A task force used to combat spirits that appear on Earth during spatial quakes. Origami's motivation is to destroy spirits after her parents were killed by one five years prior. Origami's gear was a little light on protection, but the missiles and guns were really cool. Ironically, the most competitive the battles got was when Origami dropped the high-tech firepower and went head up sword to sword. You would think this would be the worst possible strategy as Toka would most likely have the advantage in swordsmanship. Watching Origami try to combat Toka was getting sad. Toka beat her at every turn while not even trying. If Origami wasn't getting her ass whooped enough when she was only a bother to Toka, I was scared for what was going to happen to her after Toka rages when Shido is shot. As for her relationship with Shido, I was confused why Origami was spying on him while outside the diner with Kotori. I thought it could have been part of some mission, especially after she introduced herself to him later in class. Then they speak about her being AST and wanting Shido to forget about it. I realized then she had no clue he was being brought in to help with spirits. Origami was staring at Shido because she had a crush on him. When Shido was earpiece forced to ask Origami out, I had so many questions. Firstly, why does she smell his gym clothes? Secondly, what does she see in him? Lastly, why does she have an autographed photo of herself on hand? Origami wasn't messing around when it came to getting close to Shido. She had the door to her building open before Shido could say his name over the intercom, then her apartment door was open before he could ring the bell. During this small window of time, she got dressed in a full maid outfit. Origami hopping in the shower was an invitation for Shido to join. He should have taken the hints and got washed up. Yoshino was adorable. I didn't want her to be a romantic option. Have her as a younger sister type character. The speedy animation they put on her trying to get away from Shido when he tries to help her up at the shrine is more intense than the moments I pointed out a few weeks back in the My Little Monster review. I thought it could have been a part of Shido's mysterious powers, but he ran into Yoshino randomly far too often. First at the shrine, then finding her in the alley while looking for her puppet. Yoshino being shy and having the rabbit puppet take on a personality of its own to speak for her was great. Watching Yoshino jump for her bunny puppet when Toka took it was so sad, and when Yoshino gets embarrassed she would pull her hood down over her face, that was so cute. The green bunny ears on her hood were out there and odd, she looked much better in her oversized hats. If Yoshino is always docile, why do the AST attack her? It was pissing me off the AST kept firing at Yoshino when all she was doing is fleeing. Then they force her to pull out a trump card. Yoshino summons a fanged rabbit to rip through the city, and when the monster rabbit started freezing, all I could think of was Snow Bunny. And Yoshino had some really funny moments, claiming to have saved Kotori by a hair, the rabbit puns were on point. Yoshino kept up the funny until the end, blocking Shido and Toka's final kiss of the season. All the girls competing for Shido was fun, even arguing something as stupid as whose cookies were better. Toka was always in a huff whenever Shido would show attention to Yoshino or Origami, and Toka pushing Shido's head down, telling him not to speak while confronting Yoshino was hilarious. I felt bad for Origami, I really like her, and Shido did ask her out first. He technically cheated on his fiancée the teacher by asking Origami out, then added another mistress getting with Toka. When Origami hears Shido is going to the hot spring, she changes her tune real quick about taking a vacation, the old jealous dog. When Origami was salty about Toka being unharmed after her fight with Kurami, I was dead. She is so petty. Origami pretends to be weak at the hospital, forcing Shido to look after her and spend time with her. She knows how to play the game. Having Shido remove her sweater to reveal the bathing suit in front of Toka, 
This girl is awesome. The bunny puppet was a savage telling Toka Shida was bored of her. Yoshino's puppet asking for headpats in the car just to get Toka more riled up was great. Jealous girls are crazy, my guy. Shido has got to learn to date one at a time. Speaking of crazy, I completely forgot Kurumi came to Shido's class as a transfer student. Her hair looked like a mop head in this form. With a kill count of over 10,000, I would never say that to her face. The tradition lives on of creepy dudes trying to hook up with schoolgirls on the street. This time they really got what was coming to them with Kurumi painting the alley with their blood. Shido has balls. After seeing the footage of Kurumi getting murdered by his sister and coming back to life, he still asked to show her around town. The girl can't die and wants to eat you, my boy. You better start running. Kurumi accepting Shido asking to see her panties and agreeing to go to the lingerie shop, I was like, oh, she's a freaky one. When she's on the date with Shido, she wears all black just screaming evil. Kurumi only hurts assholes. The dude shooting airsoft guns at the cat deserve to be mutilated. Ending that scene with Mana smacking her around before she faceplants into a tree trunk was hilarious. Kermi's clock eye was dope and her time powers in general were awesome, especially when the time would flow into the barrel of her guns. Kodori is a little shit. If I was Shido, this show would have one less character. I would have murdered Kodori after she jumped up and put all her weight into that kick to get Shido out of bed. Kodori deserves an Oscar for her performance as a little sister. She acts scared of Shido's T-virus and nags him to no end. The entire time she runs a floating complex dealing with the effects of spatial quakes. Her second in command that creepily enjoyed punishment from her was a riot. If the spirits fighting over Shido wasn't bad enough, enter Mana to get Kodori jealous from a younger sister aspect. Kodori should feel pressure. She comes down hard on Shido when Mana is just overly happy for him. Kodori having powers was a surprise and her flaming battle axe was badass. Kodori possibly being the one to kill Origami's parents was a great plotline. Thank god they're adopted siblings, but Shido needing to have Kodori fall for him was still weird. Getting Toka and Yoshino to come on the final date gives Kodori a chance to really get involved and win over Shido's affection. I thought it was smart it takes the pressure off saving Kodori and focuses on healthy competition. As Kodori points out, she knows Shido's tricks and how he gets information from the base. His best bet would have been to take the earpiece out right in front of her and go from the heart early on. Them still being at odds in the end when Shido says he loves her as a sister was a good way to put a pin in the sister complex. The city having all the lockdown procedures for spatial quakes was really cool. The train in the shelters actually going underground protected by metal barriers was awesome. The city is completely wired. Kodori is able to create an entire fair district for Toka on the date. They also diverted the AST from getting to the hot springs. The stalls became weaponized with explosions, nets, and sticky slime. This city is wicked. I'm surprised the AST hasn't completely lost morale. The AST are trash, their gear isn't well suited for indoors, all you have to do to escape them is walk inside a building. Toka sits down and has a full conversation with Shido not paying attention to them while her shield blocks their barrage of gunfire. Even with the almighty weapon of the AST, Origami still couldn't put a scratch on Kodori who was already on her last legs. Mana completely wrecked an entire AST practice squad without breaking a sweat. I knew when the head fell off of Yoshino's puppet, the AST girls would be frozen in the hot spring water. When Origami was hating on the other girl's desire to take a vacation to the hot springs and suggest they train more, I died. You've yet to do anything significant against a spirit, training is not going to help. If the AST stopped attacking spirits like Toka and Yoshino who are peaceful, they wouldn't have been so busy to cancel their big trip. The animation of the spatial quake in the opening scene of this season looked great. All the buildings coming down, glass shattering and the ground ripping apart, the series was off to a fantastic visual start. Everything in this season, especially the colors and magical auras, looks superb. There was not one frame of this anime that dipped in quality. 
Now it's not to say that it's the greatest looking show I've ever seen, but it is consistent which is all I need. The music in this series was fire from the intro track to when a battle was going on. It felt like a video game with the hype electric guitars. Nitpicks. Coterie calls the AST a ground team while she shows them committing an aerial assault. When Shido has the invisible earpiece in, he's openly talking to people on the other side while in front of his targets. Yet everyone generally ignores what he says while clearly speaking to nobody. Shido is out in the rain and once he takes shelter, he brushes off his sleeve as if that would dry his arm. When Kotori sets up Shido to take his bath first and Toka walks in on him, the idiot dives into the water knowing he can't hide there. He saw her outline in the glass door, he should have just yelled out Toka, I'm already in here. Shido being the nice guy he is gives Yoshino his umbrella. Cut to the next scene, they are both out in the rain without the damn umbrella. When the AST are being diverted away from the hot springs, they're all wearing their battle gear. Why don't they just fly to the hot springs? If they needed extra parts to fly, then why are they wearing those stupid suits to begin with? How does the city afford all the damage from spatial quakes and the battles that follow them? Quote of the series. When Kotori is trying to explain things to Shido, she says I knew you were bad at remembering things, but I didn't know it was this bad. With what I explained in the opening of this review, I felt that as a personal attack. Best Girl Waifun Harem Best Girl is Toka. She took the initiative to ask Shido out with a sexy cat approach. It was weird but effective. After Shido's traumatic incident with Kurumi, Toka didn't leave him be. She distracted his mind with more food and continued the date. Followed by listening to his problems, supporting and encouraging him not to give up on trying to help Kurumi. She knew he could do it because he saved her. As for waifu, none of these characters are waifus to me. Tons of videos and comments I see are Kurumi as waifu. I've only seen this season, so maybe she has potential for the future, but she was an average character to me this season. As for Harem, Captain Kusabe and Asuna's lookalike and the trio of girls who are far too invested in whatever Shido has going on would both be in my harem. Final thoughts. Data Live was good, there were interesting characters, a fun premise, and the action pieces were solid. Both the visuals and music are highlights for this series. I would recommend you watch Data Live if you haven't already. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.